0: we are back for another episode of i love my shelf i'm so excited it's wednesday night eight o'clock you know what we do all right first things first what do i always do i show y'all my shirt okay so this is the shirt i'm wearing today it's a uh... Lady with an afro and a crown on top. It's beautiful. I cannot remember which Instagram I ordered this from. I'm sorry. So, if I ever see it pop up, I'll tag it in this video so that you guys will know where I got it from. Also, I have an idea brewing for Christmas. I can't wait to tell you guys about that in like another week or two. So, save your coins i need y'all to buy this thank you all right so we're doing chapter 19 and 20 of what he took did you guys buy the book yet you probably read through it faster than when i read through it the difference between reading it yourself and reading it with me is since i'm the author i give you insights on the chapters like what i was thinking um why i wrote it that way you know little things like that okay also a funny note before i start believe it or not in real life i don't actually use profanity so when i read the story to you guys i modify the words because i don't actually say that in real life are y'all surprised sorry i grew up like in a super christian situation and i just never grew out of it so I don't use profanity in real life, sorry. All right, so we're on chapter 20. And guess what? I'm sorry, chapter 19 and 20 tonight. And guess what? This chapter, these two chapters focus on the husband, Warren. Now, I will give you some insight. A lot of characteristics of this guy is based on my children's father. He's a great dude. So, just wanted to give you a heads up. All right, are y'all ready? Let's get started. All right, chapter 19. Passed, late January. Warren could have easily won the game, but he didn't want to lose this business deal. Vanessa stood watching. Warren made sure to make his make it not seem so obvious that he was tanking it on the golf course. His supervisor told him that Vanessa was a sharp on the course, and he wanted it to stay that way, even if she really wasn't. Vanessa was the primary decision maker at a trending tech company, and Warren needed their partnership. He knew he would have to do whatever it took. The weather was beautiful when Warren arrived. He left the cold in Atlanta to feel the heat in Florida. He also left his wife and girls home while he was on this business trip. He needed to focus. His company depended on him to land this deal. Also, the rumor mill informed him that the lead lady was a bit flirty. He didn't want her to discredit him because he brought sand to the figurative beach. Warren was in Amelia Island, Florida for a business trip that he had some anxiety about He knew he was a great salesman, but began to doubt himself as he got older. He had been with his company for 20 years and five years as lead. His supervisor knew he could seal the deal with ComTech. Warren needed ComTech's technology to improve the learning platform for their Blackboard service. Although ComTech is a smaller company, their technology carried a large footprint in production. Warren was at the top of his game. He easily wins partnerships with each meeting but he hoped this one wasn't any different. Thanks for a good game. I'm going to grab a shower, then I can meet you for lunch, Warren stated. Oh, okay. What time did you want to meet for dinner? Vanessa asked. Oh, we can meet at seven. I just need a quick nap, but from that butt whipping you put on me. Warren laughed. He made sure to use his corporate laugh. If he were back home, he would laugh so hard that it turned into a snort. A snort will be embarrassing in front of someone of Vanessa's caliber. Oh, okay. How about I come to your room to pick you up? A change of pace, Vanessa added. That's fine. I'll be ready. It was 6.45 when Warren heard a knock at the door. All he had on was a towel. He walked to the door and squinted to see out of the peephole. It was Vanessa. She had on a long, tan, belted trench coat tied, but not buttoned. She held a large pizza box in her left hand. Warren turned away from the door. He knew what she was trying to do. One sec, he yelled at the door. Warren walked over to the desk and placed his phone on it. He made sure the angle captured the green velvet chair perfectly. Do you remember that? He placed his half-filled cup of Crown Royal slightly in front of it as a disguise. He hit the record button before heading towards the door. "'Good evening, ma'am,' Warren said with a sly grin. "'Hey, sir, I brought dinner.' "'Oh, I was trying to use a sexy voice. "'Didn't work, but we'll keep going.' <sighs> "'Vanessa replied, "'I see. Come on in.' "'Warren motioned towards the large window. "'After she walked in, he followed behind. "'She stopped in the middle of the room "'and placed a piece on the desk. "'Warren trailed behind her slowly, "'then pivoted to the side to sit in the green chair.' Vanessa turned to face him. She twirled the tip of her belt on her pointer finger. She pressed a strong gaze on Warren. She angled her right foot behind her left foot and began to spin in a circle. As she finished her circle, she steadily dropped the jacket to the floor, displayed a perfectly caramel body. Her body glistened as if she was just bathed in shea butter and bronze glitter. Her brown bra and panty set perfectly complemented her skin. Vanessa, I'm a married man, Warren stated abruptly. Please put your jacket back on. Really? You don't want this? Vanessa was shocked by this. However, she quickly bent down to grab her jacket. How could you humiliate me like this? I never told you to do this. I said we could meet for dinner. I didn't mean you would be the dinner, Warren stated emphatically. He rubbed his temples with his middle fingers. So are you still hungry? I wouldn't want the pizza to go to waste. You can finish it yourself. I'm leaving. Vanessa rolled her eyes as she mouthed cursings at him. She tied her belted jacket firmly and stumped towards the door. And you can bet you won't get this deal. Have a great evening, sir. Warren slowly rose from the green chair and walked towards his phone. He pressed the red button to end the recording. His hand brushed the pizza box. At least I got a free meal and a vacation out of this. He opened the pizza box and grabbed a slice. It was pepperoni. I need to call home. That was craziness. He finished his slice and promptly called home, but he couldn't bring himself to tell Sylvia. Chapter 20 Warren sat in the driver's side of his truck. He pulled down his sun reflector and the bright light flashed on his dark chocolate skin. He looked in the mirror and smoothed down his beard. He grabbed at a few crumbs that lurked in the crevice beside his mouth, then dabbed on his chapstick. He glided his lips on each other for even coverage. After readjusting his tie, he grabbed his things and headed into the office. Warren's walk-in seemed quieter than usual. There wasn't the usual buzz and greetings on the sidewalk heading in. He thought maybe he was just earlier than usual. He held his badge up to the scanner on the door. He heard the click and opened the door. He headed towards the elevator, pressed the up key, and waited. The elevator seemed to be taking longer than usual to arrive. Cedric walked up behind Warren and waited for the elevator as well. What up, yo? Warren greeted him. They were the only two brothers working on their floor. The familiarity helped make the job easier. Bam! How was your weekend? You met with the banging tech genius? Cedric was excited to hear any naughty details. I did. We played golf and that was it. She went her way. I went mine. What? Cedric said with disappointment. You had her all to yourself and you did nothing? You better. You are much better than me. Nah, you know how that goes. If, if Sylvia got wind of that, I'd be a dead man. You right. I love being single and ready to mingle at any time. She would have been limping back to the airport. Ha! You Man, you crazy. The fellas laughed as they stepped onto the elevator. Cedric pressed floor three. They continued their borderline professional conversation until the doors opened. The floor was buzzing. The mail courier walked past with a cart. Guys hopped from cubicle to cubicle. Voices were raised on calls trying to convince people to buy and sell. Cedric and Warren said their goodbyes and headed in opposite directions. Warren walked into his office, noticing his desk was slightly askew. Papers looked shuffled on his desk, he placed his briefcase on his desk and sat down, trying to figure out why. As he pulled his laptop out, his superior walked into his office and closed the door. You scared me, Sean. What's going on? Why, why is my desk like this? Sean grabbed a seat and pulled it out so he could comfortably sit down. Well, I came to search for the contract. Comtech called this morning and said they were uncomfortable with your visit and the terms of the contract. Uncomfortable? What? Everything was practically signed before I left. What could have possibly happened? Warren was astounded. He had placed so much time and planned the details. It was a standard contract. I'm not sure, Warren. Did anything happen that you want to discuss with me? Man to man? Off the record? Sir, there was one thing, but that has nothing to do with my performance. Speaking of performance, I think that's the problem huh Vanessa spoke with the board and said that you were highly inappropriate with her she said that she refuses to press charges but would not work with us again as long as you're here so let me guess she's mad at me so she's lying to get me fired what exactly did she say Warren this conversation is making me uncomfortable oh now you're uncomfortable too that's fine I'll just name all of the uncomfortable people in my lawsuit. Wait, what do you mean? Listen, my wife is a principal. She tells me about investigations and due process all the time. I know for a fact you didn't handle this correctly. Uh, well, Sean trailed until Warren abruptly cut him off. Did you even bother to ask them for a written statement of what I did? Did you bother to ask me what actually happened? No, I can answer that for you. Warren, I just assume you assume because I'm a black man and she's a beautiful woman that I can't control myself. Wrong. Well, I apologize. Well, I'm debating if I should accept the apology. I knew this was going to happen too, so guess what? I have evidence. Should I show you or should I set up a meeting and show everyone? I think we can call and square this away. Nah, I'm calling. I'm also filing a lawsuit on her, because this is ridiculous. Do you know how hard it is for a black man in this industry? No one is going to soil my name because they can't touch this cock. Well, I'll be on the call with you. I'll go set it up. I do want to see the video, though. I bet you do. I'll show you over beers. Alright, that's the end of chapter 20. So, did y'all feel bad about how we treated Warren in the beginning of the story? I know, we have to forgive him. Sorry, guys. All right, so that's the end of Chapter 21. Next week on Wednesday, we will be back at 8 p.m. for Chapter 21 and 22. I hope you can join us, tell your friends. Also, keep a special eye out for that Christmas present that I'm putting up in a week or two I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.